Welcome. Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, Old John Tui. And this is Invasion of the Poly Snatchers. Let's get to it, motherfuckers. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> get, <laughs> get them cornetos. <laughs> All right, no, we're back, um, but we're not back alone. We, we brought we along uh, Corey Clark. Hey, Corey, tell the folks who you are and what you do, motherfucker. What up? I go by Poltergeist OD and I rap about horror movies. Elaborate, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been I've been rapping for a good 10, 12 years now, and I write specifically from the perspectives of horror movie <laughs> villains like Chucky, Pinhead, uh, Michael Myers, shit like that. And then I edit the movies themselves into music videos for like the lyric videos. So uh yeah, I basically turn horror movies into rap videos. I love that. that that's fucking so, awesome. That's everyone should be doing that. Or, that's an <laughs> yeah. that's an incredible niche, man. That's an unbelievable Sla- niche. A slasher rapper. Yeah, <laughs> a, a slapper. Slapper. <laughs> slapper. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so Corey, all oh, that's fucking awesome, and everything you do is really fucking cool, dude. But that's not the reason we got you here today. We got you here today because what we're doing right now in Potty Snatchers is this fucking motherfucking zombie series. But we always say to the folks, what's the one hitch of the zombie series is that we don't pick the movie, the guest picks the movie. So Corey, tell the folks what movie you picked and why you picked it, man. I picked a movie that I've seen, I want to say 30 times or more. <laughs> yeah. Shaun of the Dead. So fucking good. Why'd you pick it, dude? It's, I mean, it's like, almost the modern pinnacle of zombie comedy you mm. know yeah like yeah. everyone references it everyone's seen it and it's from 2000 what 2004 18 years old now. crazy and like people still talk about it all the time it's brought up every day mm. and it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's like a staple in the horror comedy world it literally is though i've seen lists to say funny zombie horror movies that aren't Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> I've seen lists that have to yeah. just say, look, we get it, Shaun of the Dead, and it's at the top of all these lists, so we're just like, we accept it and we're moving on. Yeah. That's how pinnacle Shaun of the Dead actually is. Yeah. And again, yeah. nearly two decades later, and I think I entered double digits with viewing it today, and uh, I'd say Vinny's probably in around that number too. Oh, 100%, like I'm probably close to 10 times easily, like because when it came out first, you were like constantly re-watching just so you could show new yeah. people the movie like you know what i mean and that's the oh, same God, class yeah. film where it's like it's, it's like uh, the best kind of uh, contagion that you want to just keep keep passing it on and infecting everyone with you know what i mean like when you get a new movie you're like oh motherfucker you gotta see this you gotta see this and you're willing to yeah. sit down and watch it and watch it and re-watch it over and over again because it's that good and that's what Shaun the dead was and it is it's so fucking rewatchable like that's why people always have seen it in double digits if you fall in love with it you fall ever head over heels with it, you know. I find even like non-horror fans have seen it a lot too. Mm, yes, like, even just the average movie viewer has seen it multiple times. It's just that big. It plays on that level though, doesn't it? It's it's got it's got its violence and it's even got a couple of really kind of heavy scenes where his yeah. mother gets bit and things like that. But and at the same Russell, time, yeah, it's but like at the same the time, most it's a comedy casual movie. hungover version <laughs> of a zombie movie. Ever. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> The, 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 the don't stop me now scene I forget to uh, I what a great scene man the whole fall of um, society around Sean for the first like uh, third of the movie 
like it's so well done because like one thing me and you always talk about Noel is that since we did the podcast we've been kind of looking at movies slightly differently because you like we'd watch a Shaun of the Dead 10 or 20 times but we've never broken it down before so no. when you're kind of when you look at it you're looking at the different little uh, details you know you're always looking for content to talk about and like I really paid a keen attention uh, uh, to the first 20 minutes 30 minutes you know where the breakdown society but Sean is completely oblivious to it and I just love it it's like every chance he's about to get the information that he needs to save his life that somebody cuts him off or something and then yeah. you can see in the background like you know a guy just dropping dead at a bus stop or some shit <laughs> and even when he goes all, to get the cornet oh you know all that stuff happening in the background uh, like them subtly turning into zombies and everything just <laughs> in she's the background she's so drunk <laughs> <laughs> that was all inspired by uh invasion of the body snatchers was it oh because because yeah. like, everyone's so slow to pick up on it kind of thing yeah yeah like we just just kind of gradual a gradual thing that's happening in the background while the main characters are just oblivious to everything <laughs> when he goes to the shop and there's like a blood print on the fridge <laughs> <laughs> like a bloody handprint he just opens it up and takes the drink and goes <laughs> i'm a few p short <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it was like the, a great commentary as well, like on how oblivious, uh, like our generations, like we're the millennials. And we're only getting, we've only got a lot worse. Yeah, sorry, pre- what was that? Wasn't our, <laughs> <laughs> this is pre-smartphones. So yeah. you can only imagine how a Shaun of the Dead would play now. Like it would only be, it would only be worse. Yeah, I think the closest to it is probably like Follow the Dead by our good friend, fucking uh, good friend of the show, Adam Cahill. Like, and that kind of encapsulates the kind of newer generation, early Gen Z, in the same way Shaun of the Dead encapsulated the millennials' reaction to a zombie apocalypse. And like uh, it shows that like these kind of things they can happen in the background and they can slowly build. And if you're not paying attention to it, it'll be on your doorstep in no time. Because like remember when Corona happened, we're all living lived through just through the pandemic. If anybody wasn't paying attention to the Daily Mail or any of these tabloids that were like shoving information down our throats every second of every day, then by the time the lockdowns came, some people would have been totally oblivious. They're like, what the fuck's going on here? And all of a sudden, your world is impacted before you even realize that the great world is already being decimated. You know, that kind of thing. And that's what I loved about Sean the Dead, that it just shows that individual kind of uh, obliviousness can really lead to this like fucking crazy escalation before you even know it. And it's like you said, no, it's like, oh, she's so drunk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, because like it's gone to that stage before they even know it, that zombies in the backyard. You know what I mean? Like, I just fucking love that shit. Like, even in the end of the movie, they're still like wrapped up in their own kind of world, too. So like they're constantly arguing and bickering about their own personal shit that's going on in their lives, even though they're in a bar surrounded by zombies. About oh die. yeah, a hundred percent. The personal <laughs> politics. They right still want to fucking fight over who likes who. <laughs> I mean, they start, remember when he's like, "Hey, do you have a quid?" And she's like, "Yeah." And there's like, she starts talking to Simon Pegg, and he starts playing the fucking pinball machine, Nick Frost, <laughs> <laughs> and all oh. this. <laughs> Yo, that that game was actually called. Uh, it was a Dracula game, which is like another reference to the undead in a way. Man. I think even the electric store that Simon Pegg worked at was a reference to somebody as well, or one of the writers or something. Like there was there absolutely was, nothing that. There's that... so many references, man. There's a restaurant called Fulci's. <laughs> I think I, 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 this is kind of what happens when the nerds inherit the earth because these were guys who wanted to make a movie, but they wanted to make their movie. And, yeah, and yeah. they're just lucky enough that they did it in such a way that it was had mass appeal. Yeah. Because this film could have just easily sank because it, it didn't try and appeal to a non-British audience. It was yeah. very British humour, 
very British slapstick. And and it, it kind of they made it for themselves, and they were lucky enough that they just hit all of the sweet spots. But look, I don't know anybody that really dislikes this movie. The, the, the record throwing scene, yeah, they're absolutely fantastic. Purple rain, no jumping over the fence, <laughs> jumping over the yeah, yeah. <laughs> which was repeated in uh, what was it, Hot Fuzz? Yeah, Hot Fuzz, <laughs> and, yeah. when he drop kicks the granny in Hot Fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> What else was there in the Cornetto trilogy? There's Hot Fuzz. Uh, the end, end of the World. Or World's End. End of the World's End. World's End. World's End. That's it, yeah. All and this was awesome definitely the strongest. All awesome movies, but this one would have to stand on top of them, I think. Oh, of course. Yeah. This yeah. was when they were, like, fresh off of space, too. So they were, like, newcomers in filmmaking. Like, Nick Frost had not done much acting before. No. And, like... Uh, I forget the dude's name, the director, somebody right. Edgar Ray. Yeah, he, he almost went broke making this movie. Like they're lucky it's a it was such a hit. Yeah, it's because they're like they're I think there were there's one thing that they had that a lot of like small movies don't have is that they actually got so lucky with the talent involved. Because like yeah. there's one thing about having a premise, but when you have like just like how how often does one pool of friends have an Edgar Ray, a Simon Pegg, and a Nick Frost in it? You know, and what I mean? like, like Bill Nye was in it too. Like he's a fucking legend. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh man, Bill Nye's fucking incredible. Like, I think he should play Skeletor. You wouldn't even need makeup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's getting Willem there. Defoe man. would do Skeletor pretty well. <laughs> oh man, he's so good as Goblin. He fucking all <laughs> the way home. Jesus, he's that so guy good. plays a sick villain. Yeah, he's so good, man. That face. Oh, how would you? Why would you want to hide that face underneath a Goblin mask? Yeah. <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> yeah, Marvel like uh, redesigned the mask. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's William Defoe. Look at his yeah, face. Get, yeah. Yeah. get makeup on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to tone him down a bit. This is bringing it's back too down. scary for children. <laughs> Manageable Goblin levels. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like about zombie movies sometimes as well. There's not really a bad guy, so you get to like have fun with the group dynamics. Yeah. If they did have a skeleton or a goblin or somebody to go up against, that would be like a <laughs> mission, but survival kind of becomes the mission. And yeah. he ends up saying so many times in it, surviving. <laughs> surviving. <laughs> in a zombie movie, everyone becomes the bad guy eventually, right? Yeah, that's kind of it. It's a you, have make, you have to make some tough decisions. That's you become the, your own enemy, isn't it? Because your own fear, yeah. your own paranoia, it's like that will either propel you into doing good things or it will like, condone you into doing bad things. And like, and that's oh, yeah. what happens. You think the Walking Dead's the best example of that. Because I mean, it's it's happened over such a long period of time that really shows yeah. you what the decisions characters make in certain uh, moments that like you know what I mean, that you would never make in everyday society, but when you're literally faced by a horde of the living dead. The thoughts of being torn apart and eaten alive. Mm. Like we uh, spoke recently on uh, an episode about 28 weeks later and the decision at the intro that Robert Carlyle has to make. That's such a heavy scene. Such a heavy scene. Yeah, and it just shows you the kind of moments that these kind of characters have to live through in that kind of world. Like it's it's fucked up. Like you know, it's things that you couldn't imagine doing that. Like you would probably do just the thoughts and not like it's not even it's we talked about like not even probably even you. It's just that, like, fucking primal instinct to sit, stay alive. Your body would just fucking bulge you, you know? Like, that's, yeah. that's, that's the fucking thing, like, you know? Or what's one do the... to protect someone you love? I think that's the thing that would scare me. Or you it's, one of the, it's one of the few uh, instances where doing the right thing is by doing something bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A Sophie's Choice kind of scenario. Yeah. Kill Meryl yeah. Street. Uh, kill Meryl Street. That's what you do. You kill <laughs> Meryl Street. Yeah, the kids did not... <laughs> 
How did this film hold up for you uh, <laughs> after Corey, after this many? I know you've seen it like umpteen times. I tell you, but, but every time you see <laughs> <laughs> every time you every time you see it, it's a little bit older though. Now it's an 18 year old film. It's honestly, it's just one of those movies, like it's not getting better, it's not getting worse, it's just always good. Like I mm. watched it fucking three times last night. Really? Mm. Yeah, I was just wa- I watched it once just normally to refresh myself, and then I was like, "Oh, there's two different commentaries," so I watched those two. Well, fucking hell, man! You come prepared. Did you ever work this into any of your music? I, I know maybe not directly, but have you ever referenced it or have you ever touched upon it? Not yet, but honestly, now that my brain's just been on it, mm. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> At least just a couple references here and there, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, little tips because that's what it is, isn't it? It's tips of the cops. You're, you're, yeah. you're you must be just this huge horror buff in your day to day life. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah, it's See, I, awesome. Collection. I have a way of reading people. It's, it's strange. All my, all my music is is just some nerd being nostalgic. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, Jesus, that's pretty much what our platform's all about. <laughs> yeah, it's still, it's still 1988 up here, like you know? when Noel was young and vital. Yeah, <laughs> I never entered the 2000s. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it was all downhill. Uh, but like, one thing I, I loved about this though, like, is uh, Sean of Dead, is that it's fucking. We always thought we were just talking about nerds. Like looking for nostalgia, like this show is steeped in or this movie is steeped in nostalgia. Like, you know, the fucking music. Something that we see with Edgar Wright later on with Baby Driver is that like the way he pairs fucking soundtrack to the yeah. to, to the movie is fucking awesome. Like uh, no, you talked about it was a don't stop me now scene where they're in the oh, yeah. yeah, that fuck that's fucking that's one amazing. of the best scenes in the movie. Mm. Yeah, they're beating him with the sticks with you know queen saw like a massive boost in that song right after that movie came out <laughs> oh that like doesn't it, like it wasn't that popular you. and then that movie came out and boom their, their fucking sales went up i think fucking nirvana is something in the way is back in the records now after being in batman oh really yes yeah. oh yeah all you need is just that moment that pinnacle yeah, moment just and a people little were just boost like, yeah, somebody just kind of went, you know, Queen are fucking awesome. And even though Queen have always been awesome, like yeah. that never changed or proved or, uh, but yeah, when you see that scene, it just, it's all, even when your man goes to try and turn off the lights and he's turning them <laughs> off and on, kind of just great stuff. I love the look on all the zombies' faces when that, ha- when that happens. <laughs> They're like, oh, pretty. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely one of those things where you, you, you know you could have just showed up on the day and they would have just slapped makeup on you. There was just people just walking around in action and now you just have to go uh, and walk ahead. I would have absolutely given my left nut. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But that means yeah, people, you have none left nut. People were all uh, <laughs> coming up to him like, what can we do to help? Like There was some guy like running a barbecue outside the bar it was like four in the morning they'd stumble out after a shoot and just have some beers and burgers like that's, <laughs> that's awesome fucking, that's fucking awesome oh god i think I, I, sometimes you just capture magic in a bottle because even they they've made three good films but even they would probably have to admit that it just it just was meant to be on this particular film yeah it it, it's like the yeah, I didn't even have to try. So, but I think sometimes it's hunger. Like these, mm. these guys are very hunger to make a film because this film hadn't been made before. Not mm. this film. There's been their funny... editing styles really unique too. It kind of makes them stand out. Yeah, 
Like they almost oh. have like a music video style editing where like they tell a lot of time goes by in like a short amount of time. So like just millisecond clips, but you get the gist of the whole story. So like they can tell you a lot in like 15 seconds. Oh, yeah. Mm. Where yeah. they're always like, what's the plan? We go get mom. Kill Philip. Kill Philip. Oh, dude, when they're when they're on the phone and uh, Nick Frost screams, we're coming to get you, Barbara. That's <laughs> that's fucking hilarious to me. I laugh that, every time. I never spotted that before and I feel terrible till, till I spotted today. We're coming to get you, Barbara. And I was like, no. I'm supposed to know this shit. Like, it's, I mean, it's, it's so most... corny, but it just works. Uh, man, oh, yeah. The fucking um, the heart to heart Philip has with uh, Sean before he dies. So, uh, do you remember that? And he's like, I know you're not my son at all. But... Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. And he's just like, and he just like fucking breaks it down totally. And just Sean's like, eyes are fucking like he's bawling his fucking eyes out. And then he just dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like they build him up to be a monster. He turns mm. out to actually be a nice guy and then literally turns into a monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah actually, that's exactly That's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Um, well, I love the way like Sean's still like, uh, against him, and then you find out that his mother's been married to him for seventeen years. <laughs> <laughs> He's so fucking bitter. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I thought this was a really excellent choice. I think I'd left it long enough to really be fully able to enjoy it again. Mm. I always think that's the trick with these. Because I went back in and there was jokes I'd forgotten, and it was like, God, that's mm. just. There's a I bunch of references I got this time around. Can you give like us an the, example? Like the restaurant being called Fulci's. <laughs> like, I yeah. thought that was awesome. The Dracula game, I never noticed. Like, I always knew that that scene happened where he, like, turns on the machine and it fucking alarms all the zombies. But uh, I never realized what it was called until last night. I was like, oh, fuck, it's a Dracula game. <laughs> yeah, just another uh, reference that I just fucking, you're still picking up on it however many years later. I think it, it probably decided if this is if this is the only time we ever get to do something like this, we're going to leave absolutely everything on the field. Yeah. Like if it doesn't if it doesn't work out for us and it's not meant to be, we will not we will not go to our grave saying we didn't try. Because this, yeah. yeah, no, this was just, it felt like a film that was made by the geeks and the nerds who love horror for them. And I've and a lot of films are these days, I feel, but this one, it's, it, it just, I probably right it. time too. Yeah, I think so too. And I think it was ready for a bit of a kind of cultural shift. And funny, a funny horror works. I think a lot of people don't realize that, but you can go really, really funny inside of the concept of horror. Because mm. uh, the horror faces with a lot of the ridiculous kind of choices and dilemmas we can find ourselves in, and this one just had like the most unremarkable people in the most <laughs> remarkable circumstances. Like he was just trying to bring his girlfriend out for a fancy fish dinner that he forgot about. <laughs> like, that's that's the story. You just put zombies in it. That's all. They do. It's, just, it's so mundane, but there's so many scenes that are actually like gory, scary, and like heavy. Yeah. yeah. Like when they have to shoot his mom, that's a real heavy ass scene. <laughs> Simon Chegg said in the commentary he had to go into the other room and like cry by himself for a while because he just got so emotional doing that. That's it. And that one, that's what I mean. You're leaving it on the field. You're having fun and stuff like that. But then it was a big boy time. You know, yeah. he actually wanted something that was real and had, you know, because this is supposed to be an end of the world event or at least the end of England or whatever the case may have been. But it was, it, it did have that and it had the death of Philip. And uh, to a lesser degree, there was not much said when uh, Dermot Morgan's character, David, was it? No, just, it's, it's, Dylan Moran. Dylan Moran. 
And he's Dave just kind of gets dragged out the window. Like, oh, dude. <laughs> Do you guys think that that was a reference to Dead Alive? Or am I just like making that up? Is it the choke on it kind of thing? Like or? when they rip him apart and eat his guts out and shit in that horde when they pull him through the window? Do you think that's a reference to that scene in Dead Alive? Oh, I oh. think everything's a reference. No, oh, was that, no, was that your phone? <laughs> no, was that your phone? No. no. You fucking amateur. This what? fucking guy can't put his phone on. Only Clarity Poltergeist. Boo. <laughs> That's my next beat. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Shaun of the Dead beat. <laughs> Is that what, would you do that if you were to deconstruct, let's just say Shaun of the Dead for the sake of an argument, would you take some of the actual sounds from the, the movie? Um, or can I mean, you, I suppose? My producer Squib usually takes care of all. I just like let him have artistic freedom on the beat. So like he'll send me a beat and either it'll have a quote from the movie or not. So like the the Leatherface one, he threw a quote in there. I got a Killer Clowns from Outer Space one coming up with two quotes in it. Uh, Do you ever see The Frighteners with Michael J. Fox? Oh, yes. Many times. Yeah, that's one of my favorite movies ever. Uh, I got one coming up and he threw a couple hilarious quotes in that one. But for Shaun of the Dead, like, what do you guys think I would like? What would sound cool in a rap song to like start the beat off with? Stop trying to kill my mom. Or like, can I get one of you cunts a drink? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the sound of them hitting them with the with the poo cues? Yeah, like, have, have that as the beat. Like the one. don't stop me now. Yeah. Uh, no, no, not Queen. Queen sue you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was watching it, and he was going with the cricket bat, and I was watching it a bit late, late eagle eye, and he absolutely hammers somebody across the head and the back just gives a little bit of a walk because some of the guys some of the extras just like gave her man like <laughs> those guys there was a there was one time when he just like hit a guy with that i think with that same bat and he fucking like almost does a half flip in the air that's wild and, like, I don't think that guy was a stuntman. I think he was just an extra who was into it. An extra who was being extra. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The extra, extra, extra. But, you know, like, you're there all day. You came onto the set at four in the morning. You got makeup on straight away. You've been sitting around for nine hours. And now here it is. Simon Pegg's only going to do this scene once. And I'm like, oh, man, this is it. This is it. My moment. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, go for the dome. Go for the dome. <laughs> Yeah. It also plays into the thing where most we're not as heavily armed as America or stuff like that. Where Cricket like a not a bad weapon though. Cricket bat's not a bad weapon. No, not in that situation. It's thick as fuck. You don't have to reload it. Yeah. You don't have to reload it. No. Yeah, no, be shit against guns, but against zombies, you're pretty good. Yeah. You know I mean <laughs> zombies are guns. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it depends zombies on how many. Guns. If you're around a horde and you don't have much swing room, although then you're probably just mm. dead anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're just, you know, pushing all to the ground and making your escape where the feet <laughs> and his corpse. I, I, yeah, I'm just taking a bit of food upstairs and lasting as long as I last. <laughs> yeah. Go on see the roof with a can of beans and see what yeah. happens. <laughs> just go on the roof, can of beans, shit down the chimney. Wait for the helicopters. <laughs> he always like, I shall ration my food as he's downing the can of beans. <laughs> I got a rash. <laughs> he's like, he's like, and he goes, in hindsight, that was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I had to ration, but I got stoned. I shouldn't have brought the weed to the roof. <laughs> he's like mixing the weed in with the beans. And he's just, he's just <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, geez, no, you're not going to last, is what we're saying. No, I, so no. I almost did that for the coronavirus, let alone the zombie outbreak. Yeah, well, man, did, did you did you start freaking out at the start of the corona? I was like, freaking, I was freaking out for like three weeks. I was like, the end is nigh! The end is nigh! And Lorraine's like, chill the fuck out, dude. <laughs> the like, first thought I had was like, do you guys know how many things are out there that can kill me right now, just in the air? Yeah. Mm. Right now in Europe, there's a lot of Russians out there who could. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For example, Russians. Russians. And, and ballistic missiles. Yeah, bacteria and oh, nuclear weapons. Yes. <laughs> Boys, hold back. We got a quarantine for 14 days. We'll hit them again soon. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Social distancing rockets. <laughs> Do you remember that though? The, the social distancing at the start, like you're just like you're trying to talk to someone, and they're like twenty feet away. From you know what I mean? Man, like, I remember people freaking the fuck out if you weren't social dis. Like if you went in four feet of them, they were just like, "Get the fuck away from me!" Yeah. Oh man, I'd be walking on the street like you know, people are crossing the road. Usually, they just cross it because they hate my goods. But like, you know, <laughs> these are strangers that don't even know how horrible I am, and they were yeah, just exactly. crossing the road. You know what I mean? It's like freaking out, like you know. I think that that's the the thing, like you know, at the start, or you're uh, at the uh, like an apocalypse movie, you're just like you you think you you're gonna have a handle on things, you know what I mean? When the shit goes down, you think you're gonna have a handle on things, and, and you then just you buy toilet paper. Yeah, lots and lots of toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, and you're just like drop kicking a granny. You're just like, it's my chairman, it's mine, you bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you need it for? You're shitting dust. <laughs> Guns and shit untouched with the disinfectants. <laughs> yeah. I just completely fucking got it. It was strange. Yeah. yeah, well, you need a license to get a gun, but you can just like spray disinfectant people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I would just get like loads of aerosol cans and lighters. Like, you know what I mean? Flamethrower. Yeah. Solid. Just I'm sure it's it. the same there as Canada, but alcohol sales fucking skyrocketed. Mm. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Like, like, you're Everybody. welcome. <laughs> yeah, I gotta be home with these fucking kids. Yeah, right. Yeah, sober. absolutely. Oh god. And they were yeah, like, no, no. They were leaving the home off- drinking out of control. Oh man, remember they were leaving off licenses open because they're like fucking um, the what you call it? They're leaving off licenses open because they're afraid that like uh, alcoholics, if they, they might die, yeah, yeah, if they didn't drink enough, they were gonna die. Uh, like I, that was fucking insane. Like <laughs> it just shows yeah, like you. they kept they kept the liquor stores open to keep people alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it yeah. shows you where our priorities true. are at. <laughs> people might get the actual DTs. Like yeah, it's it's why you like you know Sean the Dead like to go into the pub straight away. It's in our culture, dude. <laughs> um, I thought that the whole idea of actually wanting to hold up inside of a pub was something I could relate to. Yeah, it makes sense though. They have food, you have plenty of supplies, you know, you just get drunk. Just like fucking yeah. zombie yeah. eating your face There's off. You're just wasted. You know what I mean? Get wasted before you get wasted. You know what I mean? They were like, yeah. yeah, it's got big heavy doors and stuff, but yeah, just glass windows. <laughs> I feel oh, like man. a lot of people would have that same idea though. Yeah, I that's think the like thing. just getting the fuck out of civilization would be number one for me. Like gather some supplies and go out in the bush somewhere and just Man. fucking wait. I just hunker yeah. down. Like I just, I'd get my kid and just hunker down, stay somewhere that you know well, somewhere familiar. That's what I would do. I'd hunker down, barricade where I'm at. You know what I mean? You know all your surroundings where you're from. Have a pint and wait for it all to blow over. 
Yeah, you know what I mean? Like exactly, man. Like you know, I just just have a little tipple, see see what's going on. <laughs> just look out through my blinds every now and again. You know what I mean? It's like game over, man. Game over. <laughs> game over. Man. Game over. <laughs> but like, uh, what did you think of the the climax of this movie? Like, um, yeah, it had the happy unhappy ending, didn't it? It had a very yeah. very kind of. You know, he gets to play PlayStation with his friend, so mm. not a lot. And your man was always an idiot, so not a terrible lot of change. And he got his girl. Yeah. And you felt like you know, Tiff. Tiffany, like, was it? I'm trying to remember now. Liz? Um, Liz. That's Liz okay. Yeah. Checks out. Sean of the Dead Ghost. <laughs> um, yeah, the beautiful girl, he gets her, and all it took was like the end of the world and like mm. unbelievable amounts of death. All it took was the end of the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it just, uh, that's it. Like, because like, you know, he's such a douche <laughs> that took the end of the world for him to get his act together. <laughs> I love that when he's wearing the tie, like the Rambo, like the Rambo headband. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's yeah, fucking that was awesome. awesome. That gun is not real, it's definitely not loaded. That gun is definitely not loaded. <laughs> <laughs> I love how, like, when they were deciding who shoots the gun, they're like, all five of us. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, they're all playing video games about guns. Like, they act hard and shit. And then in a real situation, you hand them a gun and none of them know what the fuck to do with it. Oh, absolutely. Well, that, that, that's the piss or get off the pot moment. That's, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've fired guns, but, like, I don't own them and I don't collect them. I don't fucking, you know, mm. I don't go to the range every week. What would be your weapon of choice for a zombie apocalypse? A fast vehicle. <laughs> a lot of gas <laughs> a horse no, i don't know man uh, i mean like if you read like you guys have probably read that zombie survival guide max brooks I literally have it on my shelf both nice. yeah the they suggest always having a crowbar because like it's a good prying tool it's a good bludgeoning weapon like it's just handy to have mm, you can do yeah no mm. you can do serious damage you can get into things with a crowbar it's got leverage and mm. it's not uh, as loud as a gun so it won't attract <laughs> more zombies like you fire off a gun you gotta fucking get yeah. out of there that's yeah. why they crossbows relatively silent decent mm. penetration reusable ammunition like your penis mm. like your penis uh, <laughs> doesn't even make sense but okay, uh, it relatively silent <laughs> <laughs> if you can like if you're sick with a bow and you make your own arrows then yeah that'd be pretty it's just drawback deuce. literally the drawback is the drawback of a, yeah. I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you the know, extras, extras, and the drawback. drawback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I like. I think for uh, a bow and arrow, would be better than a crossbow. I think as long as you're you're decent with it, it's just that. I, I think. Yeah, like, like if you're like Legolas, then you're fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it only counts as one. <laughs> <laughs> and he kills every one of them with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like the Deadpool thing. I've only yeah. got three bullets left, so some of you'll have to share. <laughs> oh man! One thing that used to always bug the shit on me in The Walking Dead is that they never wore gloves. You know what I mean? Like, it's like the first right, thing and was, like masks. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like straight away, you would be like, okay, face masks and gloves and weapons. I'd have one of those fucking big see-through face shields that people go around with. They look like fucking welders. Look like fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like in a zombie apocalypse, like you, I wouldn't want to get that shit on me, man. I'd be yeah. in like full hazmat suit with a weapon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. full hazmat all none, of the way. 
none of them ever get any blood in their mouth in The Walking Dead. It's it's ridiculous. I was like, come on, y'all. I think yeah, the, walk, the Walking Dead, they're all infected. Everyone's infected. What? Yeah, you die and you become a thingy. What? So everyone's infected. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> Spiders, <laughs> Noel. What? <laughs> you guys got to have like a glass shattering sound effect right there. Yeah, actually, that's it's it. Stone Cold music coming on. <laughs> <laughs> down, oh, down, you down, didn't down. know? <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Just guns going off, fireworks. <laughs> uh, let me t- ask you this, Corey, uh, because I can see that we're trying to run a long time. What? Uh, where can the people find you? What have you got coming up? What? What should people do if they wanted to interact with you? Uh, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and the Slasher app. Slasher is like the social media for horror fans specifically. If you guys aren't on it, join it. It's awesome. You can find me on all those platforms at Poltergeist underscore OD. You can find me in stores like Spotify, Amazon, Google Play, anywhere you can stream and buy music, just Poltergeist space OD. The OD stands for Obscene Division, which was a horror group, horrorcore group that I started in. Oh, like CM Punk. Oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So like I'm like Punk. CM Punk, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet you you beat him in a fight though. <laughs> if I it, do, I get a gun? <laughs> no, man. You don't, you don't need one. It's CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> he won't be able to beat you if it's not in the storyline, dude. <laughs> yeah, they didn't write it that way. You yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, motherfuckers. Fucking awesome having you here, man. Um, we're gonna let you get out here. Um, but uh, so Noel, that was another fucking episode, man. Sean the Dead, awesome movie, like uh, legendary. This stage, everybody go check it out if you haven't seen it. Like seriously, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, yeah if you are haven't you? Seen Sean of the Dead by now. I don't know where the fuck you've been. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Under a rock, not watching good movies. Yeah. <laughs> As in, sweetie, 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 give your phone back to your mother. <laughs> You're clearly under five years of age, and you shouldn't be listening to this. Also, if you watch Shaun of the Dead, put your phone down and watch the movie because so much shit happens in the background. Like, yeah. you can get through that movie just watching the background. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking awesome. So, it's our, an incredible our, movie, incredible choice. All right, Thanks folks. for being here, Corey. All right, thanks, Corey. Uh, all right, folks, this is Invasion Party Snatchers. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, Al Tui. And that was Sean the Dead, and that was uh, Corey Clark, Portuguese OD. See you next time, motherfuckers. Peace. Peach. Yeah.